0: Hi, I'm Marianne, Prairie Gardens plant expert. We're often asked how to fertilize containers in outdoor garden beds. First, in a container, they're going to use a lot more nutrients, so a slow-release fertilizer is an excellent choice. Sometimes even you need to use a watering-in fertilizer on top of the slow-release fertilizer. And flower beds, I like to approach that differently. I like to incorporate compost into the soil, and it's a very gentle fertilizer, which is great for new plantings. Prairie Gardens, we're here to answer all your garden questions.
1: Welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. And I'm talking into the wrong microphone. Let's try this again. (laughs) Good morning. Welcome to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. I'm Tamara. And we have our plant experts standing by. They include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. And good morning, John good morning good morning you can give us a call at 217-356-9397 and join in on the show with your questions or comments you can also text us at 217-351-5357 wow wow not a bad week but getting a little hot there in toward the end it me, wasn't are you <laughs> 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 it seemed like it
2: yeah Yeah. it's just not been been comfortable
1: we did get, yeah, we got a few nice days. And and the heat coming I back. I think on. Wednesday
2: was pretty okay. Had a nice breeze.
3: Mm
1: hmm. And that, yeah, the humidity wasn't too, too bad uh, the past few yeah, days. I don't know. But
2: they all run together, <laughs> they seem the same. You
1: guys have to work outdoors, so I bow to your knowledge. Whatever you say it was, It, it there was you hot go. and
0: sweaty all week. <laughs> that's what it was. Was it a lot of watering? Oh, my gosh, yeah. We've been watering. Water, uh, water, water, yeah. water, water. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do this time of year.
2: Yeah, just try to keep up with it. Yeah, I was uh, out the other evening, and somebody said, oh, you have a really great tan. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I work outdoors. I work outside. <laughs> that's
1: <is> so <laughs> Ta-da. My sister said the same thing to me. It was like, oh, Tamara, there she is, looking all tan. I'm like, well, I've just been mowing the lawn, (laughs) pruning. It adds up. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Indeed. Yep. But uh, but I I had a, a gorgeous week where it just, it was a lot of cleanup where I was just able to dig in and get some corners done. Great yeah that really feels nice. good doesn't it it does it's, it's
0: incredibly gratifying to see. oh wow it's just been bugging you for weeks it's oh thank heavens that's done uh, yeah it looks a thousand times better
1: it really does it, and yeah.
0: probably you didn't even do that much in it but some but still, and that made a difference yeah huge difference yeah
1: there's this one bush and i can't tell you what it is um It has white flowers, small. It narrows it down. I know, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, it 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 will the it will get dead wood fairly quickly inside of it, and so I was you know cutting some so that they wouldn't be creeping toward the roof, and then (laughs) and then I was noticing all of these dead branches inside, and I'm like just pulling on them, they're like pop, cracking right off, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a good time to get that kind of dead wood out. You can take, you can do damaged and dead wood anytime.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Anytime you're, it, it just doesn't matter. But it always improves air circulation. It it just improves the health of the plant. Okay. Every plant's going to appreciate that. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yes. So take a picture of it, and maybe we can tell you what it is.
1: Yeah, you did at one point, back when I oh, moved into the house. Oh, we've already told you what it is? <laughs> I just okay. Have to, I have to uh, listen to the recording of your voices. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and match them up with the pictures that I had taken at the time to show okay. you. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well,
2: and, you know, speaking of your, your being satisfied by doing sections, that's how I have to treat my property. I have to prioritize areas. Absolutely. Because you can't do everything all at once. You're right. I always I always of course work on the the front where everybody sees and then mm-hmm. eventually I'll get to the sides and the back. I usually do front and back and around where my seating area is, my patio and deck and that way. You know, it's satisfying to know that it's clean and beautiful and then then you get to the other perimeters where
1: right, the sides and the corners that yeah. aren't in your direct eyesight
0: it's just like doing design though you don't it can't all be done at once and prioritize do the things that you're going to be looking at the most or things that bother you the most address those those parts first when you're putting together a landscape okay absolutely clean up is the same way
2: yeah Yeah. you just want and and i kind of do that same thing with with my watering as far as you know always new items and then oh yeah first
0: oh then,
1: new plantings
0: sure okay sure and then it's interesting you say that i had some um, my Bobo's i told you my favorite hyd- hydrangea yeah. um they, they're right at my front door but so they they get water uh, pretty regularly However, two days ago, it was just too much for them. Like, when I got home in the evening, even though they'd been watered that morning, the leaves were just, like, hanging. Oh. It was really amazing. It was, I found it, it incredible, actually. They're three years old, I believe.
1: And that they could respond to the heat yeah. that quickly.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's a weather that takes a little extra management. Did they pop back up? Oh, yeah. Once you I, I watered them. Uh, pretty deeply and the next morning they were just like nothing had happened so um good
1: yeah
2: that's great that's where you know i've been doing doing some uh, compost and mulching because there's some areas that i haven't done for a couple years and it's amazing how much that mulch will hold the moisture in
0: yes it makes all the difference especially in this kind of weather yeah absolutely yeah do you have a preferred mulch
2: I use hardwood. Okay. I just like the aesthetics of it.
0: Yeah, that's we have a several different uh, at Prairie Gardens. We have several different mulches available, wood mulches available, and people always ask me which one do I use. And that's exactly what John said. is It's an aesthetic thing. Get the one that you like the looks of. I mean, there's I I use hardwood because it it's heavier. Well, it's heavier to haul around too. But it stays in place better, I think. Okay. Um, it doesn't float. It doesn't blow away in in heavy winds. Oh. And, but I also like the looks of it a lot. Yeah. So, but some people like the the cedar or uh, there's just several different kinds.
2: Sure. So and first then we of have some that are dyed. Yeah. You know, we have red, dark brown, and black. Uh, I think the black is very stunning if you have it very in the, the yeah. right yeah. right areas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. It is cool. So I first tell people to go for the aesthetics, whatever it is that you like the looks of. And okay. then secondly, there's recommendations like we were just talking about, you know, this, the heaviness or, or the texture that you're after or something like that. But, okay. Yeah. So
1: so it when it breaks down and feeds the tree, that's just kind of an afterthought that it just happens. No, it's not an mm-hmm. afterthought.
0: It's It's like an important part of mulch. That's why you don't use stone or rocks for mulch.
1: Okay. Because rocks add nothing to the soil except rocks. Okay. But but regardless of the type of mulch, it all decomposes. It all decomposes and, and helps As, the As
0: to the truth of uh, of the soil, yeah.
1: Right. And then it's supposed to help block out the weeds, right? Yes, but you have to have it a certain thickness.
0: You don't put on a cosmetic layer. You don't put on an inch of mulch. See, no. that, and that's what
1: I do. It's like, oh, okay, everything's covered. That it looks lo- nice. It looks nice. I didn't nice. buy a lot. Let's spread it out. Yeah, it looks nice.
0: Oops,
2: better get a few more bags. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
2: yeah, two to three inches. Two to three inches, is, inches yeah. It's recommended, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, uh, in mass, do you, do you guys help people with that? With mulch that is... If they need a lot of it, I know you have bags and everything that we could carry. But
2: we sell it by bags. Okay, it's available other places by bulk.
1: Okay, but but considering I want to do a small area here and a small area there, sounds like bags would be a lot easier to carry around and use. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) 356-9397 is our phone number. Or you can text us at 351-5357 here at Prairie Gardens. Plant Experts Live. What'd you bring to the table? The show and tell. Mr. (laughs) Wise Gava.
0: Hey, I
2: just picked up some things that caught my eye.
0: Now, isn't that what you should be looking for when you're looking for plants? Yeah. Something that, that speaks to you. Right. That jumps out at you. And yeah. what a nice selection of plants. And, of course, because he has a shady um, property, he's mostly brought shady plants up or shade-preferring plants.
1: Really? What, yeah. what? What is the burgundy kind of a... Oh, this guy? ...deep red, kind of like a... M- ...wine.
2: Heuchera, uh, That's a heuchera. Uh, Coral bells. bells is the common name.
1: That's beautiful. Especially, yeah. what a wonderful contrast with the different shades of greens. Yeah, of all the various plants.
2: That's what we always talk about: is is foliage. green and the the foliage colors and textures. That it's just endless.
0: And Tamara, green is a color. <laughs> <laughs> I so people okay. I I hear this all the time. Oh, I want some color. Well, is that oh, I, okay? There's I see. there's there's four or five different hosts on this the shopping cart, and that's a lot of color. It, it it's is. It's all and green.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. green and and shades of yellow and light green. Which are greens? But they then are green. but you do understand that they want just something that pops against that green.
0: Okay, yeah. But okay. Consider consider this 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 hosta that has a a very wide center of uh, creamy white. Um with a a green margin and it's very mm-hmm. upright and and the the coloration the, the the cream follows all the way down the petiole, so there's a a lot of contrast to the dark greens.
2: That's what that's it's one of the reasons I chose that one because of the the way that that light color goes all, all the way down, down. the petiole. Yeah. So that's really different, which you know is is pretty cool. But but like Marianne said, you you can have there's just hundreds of shades of green so you'll have uh some dark green and then the shadier the spot the more that is going to pop out it's oh, just nice. going to shine
0: and the, and right next to it john i think it's interesting that you you brought two very upright um pasta yeah and the one next to it is called um hands up it is a um a chimera, sport of praying hands, which is a much taller plant, maybe um, 12 to 15 inches tall. But this is hands up. This is the little one. And it is a really dark green. The, the leaf is really folded in with a very narrow creamy white margin, just the opposite coloration of the one next to it. But together, they're just very
1: striking. Mm-hmm
0: very striking but
1: then the third one that has similar colorings incredibly different but yes the shape and the size mini skirt is that the name of it yes it's oh that's, the, cute, that's isn't great part of the mouse series is Bloom it more years? of a ground cover kind of a plant or well it's it's short so you
0: could call it spreading, that spreading i guess you could call it that it it's yeah. clumper but um a clumper the there's a one of the first in this particular series was blue mouse ears. And it's c- that bluish green and short and wide. At n- not terribly wide, but maybe uh, 15, 18 inches wide. But um, then then the next four or five years, there's just all sorts of, of uh, different colorations that came out of that particular plant. And this is one of them, mini skirt, like Minnie Mouse in her skirt. <laughs> Cute. But That's great uh, that you could put I that underneath
2: have yes. taller plants. Oh,
0: even the yes. ones right next to it.
2: Yeah, well, those three together, they're... I would I would use them all together. Absolutely, <laughs>
0: that's just a perfect combination. Because
2: they're all so different. I love um, the the way I call them strappy leaves because they're more long and narrow yeah. as opposed to yeah, yeah. a lot of the other hostas have wider, more rounded leaves.
1: Standing like straight up, more like kind of a snake plant. Me think of kind of, sort of, yeah, yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah.
0: But then putting that purple uh, coral bells with them just is such a nice contrast. Mm-hmm. So I, I tell people, you just can't have. You, it you shouldn't be a single genus nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Break out a little bit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You got to have
2: something, something, to, something else. And I love this one. The rainforest oh sunshine. My gosh. Yes. It's sunrise. Sunrise. that's okay. You're right. Sunrise. You're, okay. That's what it says on the tag. It's sunrise. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it almost has, um, to my eye, it's almost got a yellow, chartreuse-y yeah. colored undertone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And uh, under a tree with a, a really high canopy, where it's w- it considered bright shade, that center would um, brighten up even more.
1: Oh yeah! Really? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, Pretty that cool. w- that was stuff. really pop. So
0: it's uh, it just amazes me when I hear people say, oh, "I just hate hosta." I'm like what? It's one of the best landscaping tools for a shade shady place, because you have such variation in size and texture
1: and color.
2: Oh yeah. So it's There's just, just It's amazing. Yeah, it is.
1: That's an excellent point. We had them when we first moved into the house. We have some under a tree, and and uh, we weren't sure if we liked them or not. But to tell you the <laughs> truth, they are just, we, we ignore them. We don't do anything exactly. to them. And they yes. are, they're lovely. <laughs> Seriously easy care. They're, they're so yeah. tough. Yeah. Oh,
2: my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I find uh, when we've had this weather with no rain, that on occasion, you know they would benefit from some water, just because they get they get dried out just like everybody else. But but you can they can sit under those big trees and and with that competition and, and it's pretty amazing. Up. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I was at a couple of hosta conventions in the last few weeks and oh, nice. yeah and in, in the Midwest and it was interesting to see um, how shade gardens respond to the the, the environmental conditions. So. You can water, but you can't do anything about the heat. And heat stress is is playing a big part in how gardens look. And I saw a lot of mm-hmm. plants that were under heat stress, even though they'd had water. The heat is what it is. You know, we, we, have, we suffer from heat stress. So do plants. Yeah. So it was interesting. That
1: is interesting. Yeah. All right. We have some phone calls. Okay. At three five six nine three nine seven, 9397 where Nancy's calling in from Posotum. Hey, good morning, Nancy. Thanks for joining us.
4: Thank you. You're welcome. I hate to interrupt your um, nice conversation about flowers, but oh. I have a—I made a discovery yesterday. I was kind of doing what you were all describing earlier. I was gone for most of June. So I've been, you know, since catching up and cleaning up the yard and finding those corners, I finally got <laughs> to... The reason why, or trying to discover why, my birch tree had dropped so many skeleton leaves, and um, it, I, they were just all over, and I'm like, whoa, oh, they're making a mess. I'm raking them up, sweeping them up, and they come back again. I finally yesterday looked up, and it is covered with Japanese beetles.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's and that time just, of year. <laughs> yeah, and I've been I'd been cleaning them off and putting them in soapy water on my roses. And you know, and I thought, you know, so I, I got that under control when I arrived home uh, July the first. But I I started in on that immediately and and I had no idea that they, and I've got two birches, and I looked at the other one this morning, and sure enough, it's not as bad yet, but it's happening. Yeah. And I'm, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know they... which is the same meal or the dessert. Is it my roses, or is it the birch tree? <laughs> they keep going back and forth. <laughs> I am I can't believe it.
0: <laughs> one's an appetizer and the other one's the main course yeah absolutely and it's, then they go back to yeah <laughs> it's uh that I time know, of year. yeah absolutely well you're uh,
1: not I, alone
4: i know Which, i'm not alone but that this just means they'll come back with a vengeance again i i was reading about them last night and i mean i know this has been a topic for a long time on on your show but i you know i well, only because I discovered that.
1: yeah go ahead Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it's been a topic a lot only because it's so prevalent and yeah. everybody is experiencing problems with
4: them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I read trees they you... love. I, I yeah. read about them and they like 300 trees, 300 plants they'll feast on. And <laughs> birch is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yep, there you they, go. They huh?
2: love the ornamental trees. Yeah. For sure. They do. Yeah. Um,
0: I I okay. totally I feel for you, honey. i I thought i'm really lucky in my garden this year I'd, I'd i'd maybe seen two or three japanese maples yeah two or three but then i started looking at my uh, japanese maples uh, that's what i said i'm sorry Jap- japanese beetles japanese maples and the japanese beetles huh they mm-hmm. went to my japanese maples <laughs> the tops of them oh my gosh uh, well
4: they, i i have a japanese maple tree I, I i believe that is what it is right next to the birch and they don't seem to be touching that oh but gosh isn't that funny see. well
2: that's that's a kind yeah. of a blessing actually yeah seriously. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it seems like that sometimes they'll they'll get in an area and just start feeding and then they don't really move because exactly. because they're satisfied but uh, they're happy yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are.
0: Look at all the uh, stuff we've got to eat. I, I I can see out my front window and the a, a linden tree across the street, which they love, mm-hmm. and they'll st- you can start seeing defoliation at the top, and it just moves down the tree. So it's they can uh, be a problem. They're not going to kill the tree, but they're going to weaken it or or stress it. So it's it's. I know, have just... a
4: linden too.
0: I have oh a little dear, linden.
4: yeah. I don't they... I even notice that one yet. I'm going to have to. I'm gonna to have to go uh-huh. look at that one. <laughs> hopefully, they'll
0: hopefully they'll go to sleep before they get to the Lenten. <laughs> yeah, isn't it amazing? Oh my gosh! That's, so, okay. so
2: put on the list for this this fall uh, to remember to put on your systemic for your yeah for your trees and shrubs, and it really is pretty effective. Yeah, it is. Uh, if okay. if it doesn't eradicate most of them, or it'll it'll certainly keep it a hold it quite down. A lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: I've heard. Do I put the systemic? Is that like something I put around the root system is in the base of the tree or what? Yes. I
2: don't know. Yeah, it's a you can get it as a liquid or a granular. It goes around the the base of the tree, kind of inside the the drip line and uh, uh, it. Works down into the soil. The tree absorbs it into its system, and the bigger the tree, the longer it takes to absorb into the system. So it works from the inside out.
1: Okay, so that's why you need to start in the fall. <laughs> yeah, well, to get I, up
0: into I'm the top of the tree.
4: Gave, I'm happy you gave me some hope there. I, some I was, hope, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Story. I didn't figure you'd have any advice for me though.
0: <laughs> so now
3: there's, I'm there's always hope.
4: Yeah. That's always hope.
2: (laughs) If if uh, if you if you want to get to the tops of the trees, which is hard, sometimes you can buy like a hose-in sprayer and uh, some insecticide and and spray it as as high as you can get. More of a
1: contact, yeah,
0: Yeah, Yeah. contact spray. Seven is a good one for that, Um, and you can get that in a hose-in sprayer. But again, if the tree is too tall, if you can't get to the top of it, you're still abating it some, but you just need to get all of it yeah that's why
1: the systemic okay. works and where do they lay their eggs japanese beetles are they in the trees or are they on the ground under the trees
0: they they'll drop down and become um grubs yeah and winter winter yeah. over as grubs in the ground okay mm-hmm. so and that's another yeah. place to control them
2: yes as do, yeah.
0: doing the grub control okay so there's there's i, a I did methods. read that last night yeah
4: I, I have a fairly large yard and I'm like, there's no way I can do all that. under. They were like, cut under the turf and do this and do that. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah.
0: So,
2: yeah, it gets yeah. a little
0: overwhelming at times. But, yeah, there's, there's lots yeah. of little things you can do. But, yeah, I think what, what John suggested is is perhaps maybe the first step. Yeah.
4: Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, John. And thank you all. <laughs> you're Aww, yep, yep, you you're bet, welcome. Nancy. Yep.
2: You're You're not alone, as, as Tamara said. We're
4: feeling your pain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay which yeah. doesn't mean that you're common it means that we understand yeah absolutely okay. totally thank understand <laughs> thanks All nancy right. have a good morning but, yeah isn't you. that fr- bye-bye. bye-bye
2: that's so frustrating to to discover that or and that's why it's so important to to what we call scouting it, you know just take a Take a look at every every plant as you walk around in your in your yard. It's yeah.
0: hard to remember to look up. Yeah, it truly
1: is. Oh yes, I am not good at that. You're right. Here's a text at three five one five three five seven. Why can't I grow zucchini? My gardener friends say anyone can grow zucchini, <laughs> and you'll have more zucchini than you know what to do with. But I've tried three years in a row with no success. So what am I doing wrong?
0: Well, Is zucchini well, really that easy or? It's, it's pretty easy. Okay. I mean, there's always things that are going to go wrong. Sure. Is it uh, something that you could try to do in a container?
2: I wouldn't I, suggest I, yeah, it. Yeah. No. Okay. A, you know,
0: it's a vine. It's, it will come out of the container and creep. Okay. okay. So it would be a little a little difficult. I'm, I'm sure there are ways to, to do it. It sounds like more work than I'd like to go to. Right. But, um yeah, it's, so there's things that happen.
2: It, there is. Uh, first of all, zucchini loves full sun. Maybe they are at least six hours of sun. Maybe maybe they aren't
1: quite getting
0: enough.
2: Quite getting enough sun. That's air circulation.
0: Air circulation is important uh, so that uh, fungal issues don't happen. Do they get kind of thick? Well, there there are funguses that uh, that'll that'll uh, go to a lot of different um, cucurbits. Um, I'm sorry. What was it? Cucumbers, squash. Oh, okay. Did um, you
1: say cuckoo bites?
0: No, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> just checking. So, um,
1: <laughs>
0: bugs. Cute. So that's the cucumber issue. Beetles. Um, cucumber beetles.
2: Insects. Uh, sometimes when we have super hot weather, like we've had uh, during pollination, or when when they're trying to set blooms. Plants won't set blooms because they're, they're just trying to survive.
0: Oh, heat stress,
2: heat stress. Uh, you can also, the, the blooms can be abated, uh, because of that. And then also when it's super hot, the pollinators aren't Don't out as out. much. So that kind of all goes together.
0: You know, I, I, I noticed that, uh, in the last couple of days, because I usually go outside to have, to have breakfast and, uh, Nice. Uh, where's all the bees and the butterflies and stuff that are usually uh, annoying me? You know, I have to bat them away from my food. But it's just been so hot that they just don't even want to come out.
1: Yeah.
0: So those the pollinators could be an issue. So And, and soil prep. Soil prep Absolutely. is really important in a vegetable garden. Uh, we have heavy soils here, good soils but heavy. So loosen them up with compost. Lots of
1: clay in areas too. It's heavy. Yep. That's what I mean. That's by what happy. you meant by heavy?
0: she
2: heavy. means clay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Yep. Okay. I in the soil. Make it make it uh, as pliable as you can for the soil for the plants and
1: add in a bunch of compost. Yeah. Okay.
0: So there's there's a lot of small things you can do like that. But you know, a tiny bit of research. We have you know the extension website, uh, University of Illinois Cooperative Extension website, has great information on it. And it's so pertinent because they're here, right here. So it it really helps to to check that out. Uh, if you if they know of things that are happening in our area, um, it'll be on the website. You know, just lots of uh, really pertinent information. So that's good. good. But there's a there's there's a number of things. But gardening's like that. You just yeah. learn them, and and none of us know it ahead of time. I mean, you're not born with that information. You you develop it. You know, you talk to friends. You know, what did you do
1: or not? try something yeah. Yeah. fail try it again yeah, talk to people and learn how not to do it <laughs> it's,
0: but, oh, we've all learned how not to do things <laughs> absolutely it's, a, yeah. it's absolutely.
2: a trial and error sometimes absolutely
1: yeah three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number three five one five three five seven is our text number for prairie gardens plant experts live a text says i'm going to have to move some large sedum and hosta in a couple of weeks due to some construction. It is not an ideal time because the sedum are getting ready to flower. I should be able to put them back within a week, but what mm. is the best method of handling them and keeping them alive? Well, within a week. I guess you wouldn't want to completely replant them in another area then.
0: No, that's what pots are for. So yeah, yeah hosta yeah. you can move those anytime I mean 12 months of the year there's they're just tough 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 sedum are best done in the spring probably yep. and certainly not during flowering time but when you have to you have to I I personally would take have have a pot right there ready yep. and take um a, a nice root ball for, of the sedum um you know it's not going to be feet across it's going to be probably the width of the plant um, and plop them right into a pot and put it in a little bit of shade.
2: Yeah, so, keep it out of the yeah, uh, sun. So
0: it even though it's growing in the sun right now, probably, um, so that it's not stressed, and then put it right back in when you're done, when the, when the construction's over. Okay.
1: And then do you think there isn't a chance, or might there still be a chance for it to flower once it gets back It into its zone? Because I think my... I, they're all different times, obviously, but I have some that it turns right about the same time as my burning bushes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like that's in funny. an October kind of late fall kind of a thing. Uh,
2: it, it's possible, but depending on you really, when you're transplanting, you really want to get root establishment. That's what you're after. And then if if it's really loaded with blossoms, you might want to consider taking part of them off or almost all of them off really uh, same goes to with with any plant if you're having a, a little bit longer extended period of time then maybe you know take some of that foliage back and especially the blossoms just to let it get concentrate on root establishment as opposed to trying to establish roots and those and flowers flower and, and as many yeah. as many uh stems as possible so.
0: well, and the other thing I just thought of because we're having such a, a dry period even though s- sedums are typically a, a tolerate dry and drought really easily and they do uh, water but water the hosta and the sedum both so they have before you dig and so they have moisture up in them okay and, absolutely and, and yeah. dig the next day right so water the
1: day before and really, then dig really the next hydrate day hydrate them yeah. that's yeah. good advice Okay, good.
2: Those are two tough plants, so I think she's probably got a pretty good chance. Oh,
1: absolutely. Good. Okay. So what is the tall one in the back plant that you brought to the table, John?
2: Well, that is an Itea, Little Henry.
0: Virginia Sweet Spire is the common name. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but there it is. Okay. Yes.
2: one of the reasons why I brought it is it can tolerate full sun to to quite a lot of shade. And has a really neat little white flower. There's a little bit spent now but that usually happens in June. Oh, and
0: little bottle brush is terminal at the end of the stem, a white bottle brush kind of flower. Yes. And and they're fragrant. So it's it's pretty neat. Yeah. Nice.
2: And then uh, in the fall you get some really beautiful color leaf leaf coloration Oh really? Yeah.
0: Kind of a ruby red to burgundy. Beautiful. It is sometimes referred to as the Burning Bush for the shade. Okay. B- because you can put Euonymus, that's what I was or, thinking like a burning bush. Yeah, you can put Euonymus yeah. in the shade, but it usually doesn't color up in the, Not in as the fall. That's
1: fall. That's a Euonymus?
0: Un- un- no. It's oh. it's an Itea. I said it's it's called the Burning Bush for the shade. Oh, because a Burning Bush is a Euonymus. Right. Okay. And you can put I those in shade they grow okay they much prefer to be in sun much yeah. prefer and yeah. but they won't color up in the shade so if you if you need that fall color in the shade an Itea is a great selection
1: what Wonder- now uh what how big will it be when it matures
2: this one's is this, three to four feet
0: is this little henry yeah yeah yeah. Little Henry's about three to four feet. Well, that that isn't bad at all. And there's Henry's Garnet, which is the Papa, mm-hmm. and he gets five to six feet. Yep. And then there's I think we have two or three other varieties. One one is called Love Child. I don't know why, um, but it's maybe three to four feet. Um, it, there's just that. That's h- height. That's, that's that a nice on. height. Yeah. Yeah. Not every gar- garden can take that five to six foot tall shrub. Right. That's a big trend in hybridizing right now, whether it's uh, perennial plants or or shrubs or trees, for that matter. But yeah, yeah it's, and it's kind of nice because we all there's there's a lot of small gardens out there that just yeah. can't handle that. Especially
2: right? in new home construction, especially sure. you get the smallest lot with the biggest house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and you
1: have
0: r- room for one one shrub. <laughs> <laughs> then that's the one you can. One for. tree, <laughs>
1: maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it's great, yeah. but it can go in full sun. It also, can. Oh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. And, and
2: it would perform the best there.
1: See, that's wonderful. I'm, especially because of the size, because uh, we have some burning bushes in our backyard. But, I I swear they are, uh, getting taller than the the roof line.
0: Well, the species want um, milii can get twelve to fifteen feet tall. Okay, easy.
1: Gee, I guess that's what I have. <laughs> uh, there's the the one
0: that's most popular is called compacta. It's the Euonymus compacta, and it's um, eight feet,
3: maybe? yeah, yeah,
0: eight, eight to ish. Okay, a little bit smaller, a little bit larger, it, but they're prunable. All of them. Yeah. You can act, absolutely prune them and keep them under control, ish. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, it, it's just something that you you want to make sure that you have it in the right spot. Mm. You know, it's not it's not between the sidewalk and the garage, thing in that which in that you see a lot. Space, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But>
0: <laughs> so we're having to shear it uh, off to get through. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it works in some places, just not yeah. everywhere. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's 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 more it, it's a great border.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah? even even like a privacy thing. You know, yeah. putting it on on the back in in, in lieu of a uh, an evergreen. Not everybody wants evergreens. Uh huh. Um, great. You know. If you get the, the the regular one that's 12 to 15 feet tall, you don't need anything else. You know, that's just a a, a great uh, wall, right? Yeah, living wall. <laughs> yeah,
2: and you get it, they're just so stunning when they're just beautiful.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. they really are. Yeah, and they're green all season long. Green. But then they turn right in the, in the fall. And, right in the fall. in the fall. Then you've got that that brilliant red coloration. Yeah, lovely. Yep.
2: And they're really pretty thick, so that's why they would be great for privacy. Yeah,
0: even even in the winter when there's no leaves on it, mm-hmm. um, the the branching is pretty dense, so you still have a visual separation. Okay. Because yeah, it has a neat structure
2: that. of the of the the stem as well. The yeah, the it, branch. Yeah, it's it's, neat. it's
0: winged. What they call winged. It has little thingies. The 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 bark forms little ridges. On the yeah. oh, cool, branch. it's called winged. Winged,
2: that's what we talk about for winter interest. Yeah, yeah,
0: winter. Huh.
2: Let's well, not th- think about it yet.
0: Huh.
1: You guys are already changing seasons on me inside the store. You're getting ready for fall, line eye season, and Halloween, and autumn, and well, all if, those beautiful colors.
0: Stop and think about it, it's not that far away. We're almost, oh. we're getting towards the end of July. I, I understand. We're in yeah, the
2: I, midsummer almost here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, oh, oh. We have an event going on today, do we not?
2: We do. It's for kids.
1: I saw some tables set up. What's going on?
2: So, uh, little uh, kids are going to make a planter. Uh, it's all based around Mario and Luigi.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. And, so, and we have Mario and Luigi Showing up today! Oh, how cool! Photo op! Oh yeah! Oh how cool! Oh yeah! But it's I, it's a sign up thing, and it's already full for the planter. So I can go walk next to them and pretend but I'm you, the princess. You absolutely can, <laughs> sure and you have can. your picture taken. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. Well,
2: you know, summer, everybody's looking for something to do with the kids. Yeah. And, um, this is a great way for them to get introduced to gardening too. Mm-hmm.
0: I saw a sample, the sample planter that they put together was just as cute as it could be. What what types of things are they going to put in there? Just a li- little succulents and things, and oh. then there's little little Mario things to stick in it. And oh, cute! Yeah, so, but oh. the, those classes are are full, so you, you can't sign up for them now. They've already been. It was a, a a register thing, so
1: okay.
2: So yeah, but it's it's it'll be a fun thing. I you know, all kids seem like they're fascinated by by plants.
1: Well, absolutely. You want to get them involved in it and just watching anything grow, you know, the whole bean sprout thing. Uh, But since it's so popular and since it's so full so quickly, maybe you guys will consider having another one soon? Hopefully. It's fun stuff. And uh, they do such a good job of putting those things
0: together. It's just been so cute. It is. Was it Susan? No, actually, Jenna? it was jo- Jody and Jenna. Oh, yeah. Jody and Jenna. They did Jenna. a great job.
1: They do. Yes. You're right. Yes, they absolutely do. So what, what have people been asking about or p- having problems with this past week? What's kind of common going on? Japanese maple or Japanese, Japanese beetles, beetles, beetles. Not maples, as, beetles. As, as Nancy called. <laughs> I have that. I've, that my <laughs> brain. Occasionally I get on of of Japanese maples. Yeah,
0: <laughs> occasionally. And it hasn't been like that much. I don't think the, uh, I think they're cyclical and we're we're kind of on a down hill thing, mostly, but that there's pockets of them, like Nancy just called, just, you know, like, oh my gosh, look at this. Right.
2: So. Yeah, I haven't had it... Uh, it, it some, sometimes it's like every other person is, is just distraught with it, but not as as bad. Right.
1: Well, and like. when you see the leaves, and there's so many holes in them, it's so lazy looking. Oh, it can gosh, be kind yes. of like alarming. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to kill my
0: plant? No, probably won't. Stress them. Okay. And, and plants are already stressed because of the heat, so. Yeah. Just, you know, baby them, coddle them a little yep. bit. Okay. Uh, a
2: have... little bit of questions about uh, bagworms, but not not yeah. as it's... often as some yeah, some it's coming, too.
1: I'm sure. Okay. Let's go to the phone lines, because Ray is calling in from Pesodum. Hello. Good, good morning. Hi,
2: Ray. Good morning. I have a question about container gardening. Next year, I want to put my tomato plants and pepper plants into five-gallon buckets, because I'm rearranging some things in the garden. And I heard that I read someplace that in order to do that, you should have more water, but you should have holes in the bucket so that the water drains out, and yep. also more fertilizer. Okay, what kind of fertilizer would you put into container gardening, into a container garden for tomatoes and peppers? A standard twelve, 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 or something else?
0: I'd I'd use just what you use in the ground, the same thing. Uh, they're t- tomato fertilizers, certainly, but you want to do it more often. That's all, yep. because you know with yeah. the holes in the bucket, you know you're you're rinsing or you're just uh, uh, running water through it yeah. a lot more often. And the okay. nutrients are all just flushing out.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I okay. I would well, agree a with Mary. Just just uh sp- tomato and pepper specific is the best. Yeah, to absolutely. Use when you're container okay. gardening, And then more often. What about yes. once a week?
0: Probably. Okay. Yep. All right.
2: That's all I need to know. Okay.
0: Water, Thank water, you. water. Yep. Gotta stay thanks cool. Oh yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> you too. <'Kay>. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Ray.
1: Bye. Have a good weekend. All right. Well, just a couple of minutes left of the show. Are there any specials going on you want to throw out?
2: Well, we have twenty five percent off all the perennials, which is pretty a awesome. Lot. We still have a nice selection. We That's certainly great. do.
0: Fruits are all on sale. Mm-hmm. The fruit f- trees and, and bushes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Berries at at. Are they still at what twenty five percent off or no? They're forty percent off. Forty percent off. Uh-huh. Okay. Forty! Yay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you have a few S- annuals left a few out annuals. there. People um, need to sp- spiff up their gardens. Yeah, up. a
2: little bit. And I always like to suggest this time of year, too, uh, just to, especially uh, to add some of the, the foliage tropicals in. Yeah. Just oh, as a contrast. Yeah. It gives because you a neat they look. do
1: like this kind of weather. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So that's fun to do.
1: That's an excellent idea. And we're talking about like the hibiscus or something a little more tropical like the... Uh... No,
2: the the foliage, foliage plants.
1: Oh, okay. Like? That's like we fun.
2: just talked about earlier with tons of textures. Of and... Textures and colors, and... variegations of greens. cordelines, reds. cannas. We've got yep. some nice cannas. too. still have some Leaf great foliage. cannas. I- yeah.
0: Yellow and green striped, I love that. The, it's not Bengal tiger, but it's, uh, um, um, um. which one Pretoria. is Pretoria. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
2: And you get some great colors off your dracaenas this time of year, too. Oh, absolutely. And, and crotons. And so.
0: There's a lot of color available in foliage. Great, great added, yeah. additive. You're Ab- right. And absolutely. we have
2: still a great selection of, of shrubs. Oh, my gosh, oh my gosh. yes.
0: We have just a like- lot of shrubs, and and I people ask all the time, is, is this an okay time of year to plant? Absolutely, Liz. Don't go vac- vacation next week, though. Okay. You know, you don't don't plant something and then leave. In the summertime, when you're planting, it's just so important to keep up with the water. Well, you could have somebody come in and water for you, of course, but um, some it has to be it has to happen. Water. You can't just plant it and then not pay attention to them. Right. Whether it's an annual,
1: a perennial, a tree, a shrub. Because that's really what helps get the roots oh, it, established. Oh, it has to happen.
2: Yeah. Out. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay,
1: good. Well, there's the music. <laughs>
0: mm. I can't believe it already. The fast.
1: Well, a big thanks to Ray and Nancy for calling in, and everyone who texted in. Uh, and if you have questions you think of during the week, email them to us at Prairie Guard- Wait, make that plant experts at wdws.com a podcast of the show will be available later today also at wdws.com just click on multimedia and then podcasts. You'll find us. You'll find shows, previous shows there as well. You've been listening to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live with our experts, Marianne Metz. Thanks, Marianne. Thank you, Kimra, And Mr. John Weisgarver.
2: Thanks. It's always fun.
1: Thank you. I agree. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leak. We hope you have a wonderful weekend.
0: Thanks for listening. Hi, we're your Prairie Gardens plant experts. You know, I think one of the things that people forget to think about in the summertime, the heat of the summer, is watering.
2: Also, on our annual plants, in our containers and hanging baskets, water is super important, and we should check that in the morning, especially. That way, they can go into the day being hydrated.
0: And not just the annuals we've planted this spring, but any of those trees and shrubs that we've just planted, they can just go wilty.
2: Come to Prairie Gardens, Springfield and Duncan Champagne.